So Todd and I are on our way to the Absinthia Spa and Resort when we stumble across a Turek suburb. And we seem to have found ourselves in some giant community-wide backyard barbecue. Someone comes up to me and says, Howdy, partner! And I see immediately that he recognizes me as the Queen Consort Frida. I squint my eyes at him and do the thing. You know, where you, you point two fingers at your eyes and then you point two fingers at them so he can see immediately that I'm onto his shit. He looks confused. Todd looks confused. I make a face as if to say, It's not paranoia when you're right. And look around to take in the rest of the scene. The streets lined with identical houses, little boxes on the hillside, Turek children playing and chasing each other, no doubt practicing for the coming war. Someone walks up to me and offers me a kebab. The biggest Turek I've ever seen with a kebab. I snap at him. You think you can trick me, Turek? Like I would fall that easily for a little snack? I will put a void so far up here, Todd jumps in, in between us. Frida, these people are nice. Give them a try. Let's stay a while. Have a kebab. Todd, these Tureks should be baring their teeth at us. What do you think Wolfram has done to them that's got them so complacent? Something in the water, maybe. Todd? Todd. I look over at Todd popping open his third recoil. Loosen up, Frida. Have a bubbly. I stand fast. I will not be persuaded. But before we all get into a scuffle, Todd offers to muffle my disdain with a truffle. So I try to get faded while some Turek flexes his pecs and tells us both why we Tureks just aren't as jaded. I take one entire minute to roll my eyes. I mutter to Todd, it's clear to me this masquerade is a charade and espionage is their trade. And obviously they're all getting paid. Todd elbows me. Frida, can you not? I'm trying to get laid. Yeah, you're like a drug dealer, but with cute animal videos. <laughs> for, for emotionally healthy pick-me-ups. Look, I just need a little bit of that good, good uh, cats falling asleep while pretending to run in their sleep. I just need a, just one more hit. I just need a little fix. She's like the Resident Evil 4 merchant standing in a dark <laughs> alleyway with a trench coat. Like, <laughs> what are you watching? <laughs> I have some uh, really fun uh, videos where they play uh, music from the original Sonic the Hedgehog. While a real hedgehog like runs around, eats snacks, and does his business, it's very good. That is incredible. We're 20 minutes into our recording session, so I think we're going to return to where we left the adventure last week, if there are no objections. No, I have 17 minutes, 18 minutes on my clock, so we have two more minutes of foolishness. Yeah, we, got, yeah, we can kill a couple. I will murder everybody. So in character, is Lola in pain because her tail's growing back? Is that the uh, excuse? Yeah, no, she did not uh, roll her ankle because she has a penchant for very tall platform shoes and an uneven lard. lard an uneven yard. <laughs> an uneven yard. <laughs> yard. Okay, uh, yeah. Oh, fuck, how do you do a southern accent? Oh, my tail.
is growing in. It's like when you get in your baby teeth grow come out and your new teeth are growing in. Don't like it. Uh, we will join Lola in a second, but last week's cliffhanger oh, was Corton yeah, yeah. uh, waking up from his uh, Terek orgy and being greeted by a small human who called him dad. That is odd. That is odd. So that's where we are. There's a human boy. And I mean, you recognize this boy immediately. It was kind of one of the most important moments of your life when you decided to leave the uh, Hendrix mining. Mm-hmm concern behind um and run away because you after you administered uh to a sick child you assumed they were pretty much done for uh and you hightailed it out of there but here he is in front of you awkward <laughs> uh so uh corton's going to uh be uh well not really in a rush to clothe himself He's going to make a nice slow show of it, you know, so give everybody in the room, you know, a good look before he covers up. My God. Uh, You got to give the people what they want, you know? So to be clear, when you seduced all these desperate housewives last week, did you keep the nose covering on the whole time? Well, no. I mean, you got to love me as I am. Okay. That's an important element I want to put to this. So this is like... Part of the, it's like a shape of water part uh-huh. where it's like the monstrousness is part of the appeal. Are you uh-huh. serious? Uh, I mean, you know, it, look, it might be for some Would people, you but you know, it's all about acceptance of of bodies that are different from your own. Lauren, you want to try that one again? Would you fuck the fish man? Um, probably. Did, never, did I never show you that article? Wh- which article? There's literally a Jezebel article. It was like. The title, I think it was a poll even, Would You Fuck the Fish Man? <laughs> it's about Shape of Water. I said that to everybody. Let's go around the room here. I'm going to go ahead and say I would fuck the fish man. Lauren? Mm, probably, honestly. I would fuck I would fuck the fish man. There we go. Chris? Uh, yes, but the fish man's a little overrated. I want more uh, mummy action. <laughs> if the universal monsters are all fuckable, I want the mummy. That wasn't part of the questionnaire, but I appreciate it. I have to, I have to take a stand. No, the 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 shape of water was not a stealth introduction <laughs> of the dark universe. Wait, is is the Dooku not still going on? <laughs> no, I'm talking about the body type, Conrad. I want the Dooku. <laughs> What's happening now? <laughs> Um, you know, okay, so I've not seen The Shape of Water. Me neither, I just know The Fishman. So I don't have, I don't know if I would have the emotional connection to The Fishman that would be required for me to even want to have have sex. You'd have the emotional connection, the, 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 the sex, the, the visual aspect is all you need to know. He has a juicy butt. Oh, yeah, then I'll fuck that (laughs) Fishman. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't The Fishman eat a cat? Yes, that's what I was, I was literally about to say. That I was gonna say. Now that I'm now that I'm remembering that deal breaker. Yeah, it's yeah. a deal breaker. Damn. I'm surprised the romance angle got so many people. Considering that would be a deal breaker for so many women I know. I mean, I, I'm I'm yeah. I did forget that he ate a cat. <laughs> well, the cat. I didn't know about the cat. That's deal breaker. If I found out, like even like mid coitus with the fish man. <laughs> I'm pulling yeah. out, packing up my shit, going home. Pulling out, packing up my shit. That's right. It doesn't matter how good the fish dick is. Well, okay, good run, everybody. Oh We're god, now, now just imagine like. <laughs> 
taking it from the fisherman and just leans over and whispers <laughs> in my ear, I ate a cat. Okay, we have to start the Dungeons and Dragons podcast now. Corton, there's a human boy here. He's like a teenager, uh, like, I don't know, 15 maybe. Um, the last time you saw him, he was literally dying. And now he just kind of looks like every other teenager, uh, which is not good. That's not great. Teenage boys, historically, not great, but he's doing his best. Mm. I- I'm sorry. Did you say something? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! That's so rough. He says it's it's me. Don't you recognize me? Oh, oh no! The Hendrix boy. Y- yeah, I left home because of you. How how are you here? Well, I been traveling with a group of people associated with the god king and uh you know founding a religious faith and but oh my goodness look at you boy you know i saw your father recently <laughs> you sure did um <laughs> he, he's <laughs> oh boy i was curious how you were gonna address that um he says I, uh, yeah, my dad and I, we don't talk anymore. Yeah, I could see, I could see why that might happen. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it it was your, your fault. You did this. My fault? Yeah, I, I was very sick. And then when I woke up, you were gone. And my parents were always fighting about you. And I figured out that it was because you're my real dad. Oh. And so my mom left, and so I left, because my dad is a jerk. Yeah, your dad was a jerk. What What was the verb form there? Was that past tense? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> hey, bud. Hey, bud, what's that mean? So, okay, well, <laughs> there's... I don't know how to put this. Um... It's not actually possible for me to be your dad. Yes, it is. I learned all about this from my friend Jimmy. He explained to me the whole thing. <laughs> you get naked and you hug. I, I understand it. I'm not a kid. How old is this kid? It's 15, but this is the post-apocalypse. There's no formal education. <laughs> yeah, but you see, my stuff doesn't work. I'm not actually capable of siring offspring. None of our race are. It's how we're kept down and in control. You hear a sigh of relief from one of the housewives <laughs> in the room. Mood <laughs> <laughs> though. Um I think at this point, the, the Tarek, who recall, uh, whose name is Cindy, we talked about her last week. I guess she's going to be like the kind of the face of the, the housewives here in Absinthia. She is like a large um, orc, orcish, I mean, orcish describes orcs in the adjective of this <laughs> universe. Orc-like personage, but she has like a blonde wig on with a big ribbon in it, like a big bow. Um, and she says, she says uh, go back up to your room, Junior. This is, this is adult time. And <laughs> what? That's so rude. Is it rude? There's this is like a sex party. She doesn't want this. Yeah. To... Well, I mean, it's, it's rude. It's being like, okay, Junior. 
Oh no, his name's he 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 told uh, oh, Cindy his that's name. Right, I forgot. Okay. Well, you don't know this, so you don't. Think oh, you then I didn't forget. I, then it still comes <laughs> off as rude to me. I was gonna say he told Cindy his name was Corton Junior. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh fuck! <laughs> that's not his name when he was uh, the Hendrix child. Um, but that's what he's telling everybody his name is because he's very convinced you knocked his mother up and that's why the family disintegrated and not because you are uh, a magical runaway slave who was okay, so having an affair. Billy Jean might have been my lover, but... <laughs> yeah. But you are not the one. Well, I'm not the one. <laughs> and the kid, the kid is not your son. That's correct. Um, okay, so Corton, to... To cap this kind of opening up, why don't you roll persuasion uh, to convince Corton Jr. that his understanding of the situation is incorrect and that you biologically cannot have children? An 11. That's not going to get through to the teenager. They're very stubborn. I know I was one. Terrible roll. Ah, oh, you were. I have a plus <laughs> eight to persuasion. <laughs> I know. I was, I was like, damn, he's probably he's a bar. He's probably going to pass this and we're not going to have any more juicy drama. But nope, with an 11, he's he absolutely still thinks that you're his father and that maybe you're trying to get out of the responsibility. Why do you trust Jimmy, my dude? What does Jimmy know? <laughs> that is an excellent question. What does Jimmy know? Who the fuck is Jimmy? Jimmy says he's hugged a lot of girls. <laughs> I bet he has. Jimmy! Oh, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, Jimmy. Um, Going into Absinthia, there was basically infinite possibilities of how you were going to get the Turek to side with the revolution. You could have, you know, threatened them. You could have tricked them. You could have tried to use, you know, just high-minded rhetoric or any of a million things, bribe them. Um, But it appears that what's going to happen is basically you're going to try to establish uh, a cult of the joining chapter here and basically do a religious conversion to the revolution which is historically a thing that totally happens yep uh so we're gonna cut over to clear for a moment but while that's happening everyone think about how you uh spread the good word to the community because that's what this episode is uh the gang uh inducts this community into a cult nice I have oh. the dumbest idea, and I think you're gonna love it. I, I can't wait to tell all the villagers about how wonderful and uh, chaste Corton is, and chaste, <laughs> just dedicated <laughs> to the life of of, of religious fulfillment. <laughs> uh, Clear, how are you doing? Not great. No. No. <laughs> but doing good. In the grand cosmic sense, because I'm I'm getting closer to a conduit, I think. Yeah, you really are. You at the in the last episode, you basically denied three possible plot points that had like their entire own story arc uh, mm-hmm. available to you. The audience is screaming. Yeah, <laughs> we're torturing them very specifically. Yeah. Uh, so Amy wandered off. You don't know where. Um, you're hearing whispers from the gray and uh, the deacon, one of the god kings. Uh, minions came to the gore fields, tossed Amy's office, and left without being interfered with. So all those things are happening, but you're still getting very determined. Mm-hmm. So we join Clear at the end of another hard day's work in the field, um, and also having the Duke use the spell Modify Memory on you uh, to erase the things that are not determination. Uh, and then it's time for meditation. So why don't you roll me intelligence? 
Uh, just flat intelligence. Um, I think so. Yeah. Do you have an argument for a different thing? I, I could definitely see religion here. Uh, I, it's all the same. <laughs> That's what I love to hear in a story. Nothing really matters. Nine. I just meant bonus wise. It's all the same. Uh, yeah, nine's not very good. I think the, the these possibilities are gnawing at you. I think you're trying to meditate, and you just still you're still hearing the ghosts of whispers in the periphery of your mind. But I gave um, up books. <laughs> yeah, you gave up books last episode. What'd you give up now? What'd you give up today during this training? Uh, pancakes. <laughs> oh fuck, that's so tragic. Love the pancakes. simple joy of a. The simple joy of a flapjack. I have no idea. I'm looking at it now. I'm like, I think you dropped something, some trash or something. <laughs> oh my god, no! Not like this, Chris. <laughs> yeah, no, now I get advantage on meditation, right? Because I lost pancakes. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know if you get advantage, but I think it's something to think about here. That clear, clear, still thinks of like of all the things that she needs to clear her mind of it's not like these big concepts like you know worldly possessions materialism the things that like buddhists are concerned about when they meditate she's thinking about pancakes it's a very childish kind of level she's operating at Uh okay here's something i I kind of want to run by you do you think it's actually easier for her to achieve this state because she doesn't have an entire like adult life of stuff to kind of grind away she's still it's like learning a language is much easier when you're a child right because you're kind of a blank slate i think ultimately ultimately it is easier once you get it you know it's that that difficulty of being a kid and and trying to comprehend something but i said she doesn't have like a very large established life that she really has to like leave behind do not get discouraged uh, clear. I was. Uh, I do not remember exactly when it happened for me, but I was already a man, and I, I had many years of practice uh, before then. So there's plenty of time. No, oh, but you suck. <laughs> Owned. I I have to do it faster than you. <laughs> oh yeah, because you got your throat slit. I was just like, yeah. there's like, Chris, are you okay? Oh no. Okay, but okay, we're establishing you can talk now. Yeah. It's coming coming back slowly. Okay, interesting. Um, I assumed you didn't want me to have to like narrate my character's thoughts for the rest of the season, so I thought I'd do it. I mean, it's Chris, it's Chris Larios. He can do anything. Everyone is constantly on their toes, you know? I would like to fly. Oh, I, I, I was fully ready for this entire episode to be about, like, oh, uh, Claire's got to learn sign language now. Um, but, okay, so every time you say something mean to the Duke, I say he laughs it off because he doesn't actually internalize that you don't like him. I, I don't know if, can I'm, no, that's, I think that's a, that is the best way their relationship goes that, that clear legitimately just thinks nothing of this guy. And he's just like, Oh, children. Yeah. Okay. That's what, that's what I was saying. I was thinking about maybe rolling insight or something to see if he ever catches on, but you think it's just, it's better this way. Yeah, you know, like, I'm sure in his mind he just thinks it's like a child's game, and she's just like, I, I'm a little sad that my mom even got together with you because you are so lame in my eyes. Like, judging your mother's choices. Yeah, you're just like, I don't see what she sees in this fucking loser. <laughs> fucking rude. Um, He's doing his best. And I'm not talking to you, Austin. It's separate. Austin. Even though you said this is your favorite character this season. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, here's the thing I want to run by you. Um, you still do have attachments. Obviously, you want to find your mom, but you could say that's part of your determination is that you think this is like, you know, helping her. You, Minora, however, I find hard to square with that. Mm-hmm. So are you still visiting you, Minora? Yeah, you, Minora, I imagine, is still around. Uh, but I, I guess he... So last time he's, he started to expand his vocabulary. Yeah, so, yeah. He, he like lives in the giraffe hydra pen, and it's just constantly trolls that poor animal. But he does speak a couple more words now. Okay. Yeah, I I, I imagine that she sees him because that's like you know the one real like friend she has left on this island. Which <laughs> this island? Are you Whatever. under the impression we're on an island? <laughs> uh, it's all one piece of my mind, so everything's islands. Chris, I have lost season planned. It's in a it's in a safe, and I'm ready to crack oh. it open when the, the nobody likes the show anymore, and we have to do one last hurrah. Oh yeah! Oh, see, that's that's great because it will really get people invested for the first like good portion of it, and when we fuck up the ending and it's terrible, it doesn't matter because it's the last season. It's all good. The ending was incredible. How dare you! <laughs> I'm glad Laura understands me. Um, but I, I said all that to set up this very tragic thing, which is do, at some point, does Clear have to cut herself off from Yuminora, or does she just not think of it? Jesus, you mean. I think right now that would be. I think there's two things that if she had to forget would be the hardest. And one of them is Yuminora. And what's the other? Don't keep me in suspense. <laughs> A parental figure. It's Corton, you bastard. It's Corton. The, the audience is so confused about why Claire loves Corton and does not like Lola, even though Lola spends her every waking moment trying to be nice to Claire. <laughs> That's kind of like my life. You, you, you don't like the person that's trying too hard. You like the aloof one that you've got to feel like you got to work a little bit for. I'm just not trying. She's just like that. Everyone is mentally ill. Woo. <laughs> um, okay, so basically uh, paint, me the, paint me a picture of you hanging out with you and Yora while this is still a relationship she's holding on to. It's like one of the last tethers. So we have a football. Of course, throwing the old pigskin back and forth. Or... Um... I don't know, basilisk skin. I don't know what they make footballs out of is in this universe. Giant boar. Uh, this is great because I can call for an athletics check, and it actually makes the the word meaningful. Athletics. Okay. Um. So I got a six, but that's fine because both of us are probably bad, right? No, I think uh, you were throwing the ball back and forth, and uh, you and yours frustrated because your spiral is shit. Honestly, you have no fucking arm at all. <laughs> <laughs> He's really judging me like that. <laughs> yeah, he thinks your stance is just lazy. Your weight distribution's all wrong. You try to get down to the three point, and he just pushes you over just to show you. Just real asshole coach. Oh, you're making a mean now, so I'll cut him out of my life. You're a monster. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That that was, that was more about me. I was I was projecting. <laughs> You know how much I know about sports. I asked. I asked him a couple weeks ago if nothing but net was a tennis or a basketball term. Well, I guess technically it could be in both. Although it's a good thing in one and a very very bad thing in the other one. That's why I was wondering. <laughs> okay, but seriously though, so you play you play sports with Yuminora, and it's uh -huh. it's fun, right? Like Yuminora yeah. right now says, "Mom, 
Um, Yuminora says strong, I think was the other one. Yeah. Strong. Uh, what's, a, what's, a, what's a good third word to add to his vocabulary? Fun? Um, I was going to say butts. Moist? Butts, 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 butts. Butts, butts, butts. But it, everything that Yuminora says is in that cadence, though. It's mom, strong, fun. And then <laughs> butts. <laughs> Oh, uh, no, you got to go, you and your. It's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> this is quite a week we're having. This week, a news story broke about uh, a famous journalist at a big outlet who was uh, caught masturbating during a Zoom call for work. Oh, and yeah. I was just thinking of, that, of, of the cast, which of you is most likely to be doing that at any given time. Who is it? <laughs> yeah, who is it? <laughs> it's not me. I don't think you're gonna like the answer, Lauren. You think it's me? That's I don't bullshit. think it's Lauren. Lauren's got that shit compartmentalized. It's really not. Lauren knows there's a time and a place. Antidepressants have changed some of us here. This is gonna date the episode too much. I always feel bad when I refer to current events in the middle of our fantasy story. Look, no matter when this episode you're listening to it, some gross person probably did a sex thing in a work hall. <laughs> it's probably relevant time-wise. There's always one going on because someone's always doing a sex crime. We live in a society. Oh dear. Well, that's not a great vibe to take into this transition, which was uh, Amy hasn't come back in a couple days. Uh, clear, Amy and lives I think in a you society have to... too. Huh? I said, oh no, Amy lives in a society too. <laughs> and I think you have to take over uh, feeding and giving water to and grooming the bumble sloths. That she imported. That sounds delightful. Yeah, someone's got to. Um, I think you, Manure, comes with you, and you're like walking hand in hand to the barn, and he's just like all excited and rowdy from the football game, just going, Strong, mommy, butts. Strong, mommy, butts. (laughs) (laughs) I think when you're on some bullshit website, it's like, Strong, mommy, butts, ready to fuck, right? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) That's what it sounds like you're doing. Uh, can you roll animal handling to take care of these bumble sloths? How do I get out of this seat as quickly as possible, Austin? <laughs> Just roll animal handling and we can go home. Wait, wait, wait. She's, so she's going to roll handling. An- she's rolling animal handling to handle the strong mommy butts? <laughs> 17! Carl, 17! Um, yeah, that's great. So why don't you paint me the picture of this very tender, great thing? I think actually, you basically, with the seventeen, you get the loyalty of these animals, and like you, I was gonna. So the whole thing was like, Amy, if she becomes an antagonist, is gonna have an army of healing sloths, and now they're kind of like more loyal to you, which is an interesting turn. Hell yeah, yeah. Uh, I wanna, um, I wanna talk to Charlie, I guess, at some point to try to figure out what. The concern would be if Bumbleslops weren't kept in captivity here, but were released. Like, would that be horrifying to the to like the general <laughs> world? Okay, um, you, you know what? Because the, obviously sloths are real chill animals, and bees are like famous for their pollination. I think they might actually help oh. the agricultural situation here if it's done correctly. Yeah, then I I, I want to like coordinate it with Charlie to to integrate them so they don't have to be like kept in cages and things like that, you know? Uh that's so thoughtful. Free range bumble slots. Hell yeah, hell yeah, I wanna live there. And I wanna teach Yuminora to be their caretaker, like so he can look out for them. He won't eat that's them. That's so cute. Yeah. 
That's so good. I was thinking they were going to be like Amy's personal like healers. Like if she goes into battle, she's like always going to be at full health because she has all these loyal healers all around her. But you're giving you and your purpose and you're making this community better. And it's all very cute. Yeah. See, not everything's bad. All right. Now get in there and race my memories of my mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, you need those. Those are important. <laughs> Okay, so here's here's something I want to establish, which is uh, this training arc takes a long time, and event, uh, right, it's probably been true for a while, but I want to state it explicitly now, is that these two timelines are not parallel. Mm. Like, you doing this thing at r- this moment does not mean it's happening while Conrad is fucking. I said Conrad instead of Corton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the secret. It was Conrad who was fucking during the call. See, it wasn't me, you bitch. <laughs> okay, wait, hang on. All right, we are not playing Among Us now, right? <laughs> Conrad is the wanker. Because again, I'm feeling very accused. Hey, last night when we accused you, you were the you were the suspicious one. You did the crime. What? Okay, but not this time. You know what my favorite thing about October 20th is? That it's today. <laughs> <laughs> The important thing is, though, like if the party, uh, you know, wraps up their business in Absinthia in one episode and comes back, um, they, then that could be like where you are clear. But if it takes them 20 episodes, you know, they could get back and you could be like a grizzled 40 year old or something. I don't know how that's going to match up. And I just want everyone to be on board with that. Okay. Okay, fun. Okay. So. Wolfpack, Absinthia. How do you undermine this community with religion? <laughs> All right. Uh, you know the... Uh, let me pull up the Wikipedia article to get the right name of it. You know the... You guys know the town musicians of Bremen? No, explain. Oh, my God. It's a fairy tale. And basically, it's these old animals, like, all leave their farms. And they're like, we're going to move to this Bremen because you can be an artist there and be free. And so they go there, and then they'll, like, stack up top of each other, and they sing, but it's just, like, terrifying animal noises, and so they, like, scare burglars out of burgling things, and then they're happy together. What the fuck? (laughs) It's it's from the Brothers Grimm. Germany, are you okay? Uh, so that's what I'm gonna do with my animals, except for instead of scaring burglars away, it's gonna be cute. Um, and be like... Mm, have you heard about the gospel of the thing? These animals are doing this. Wow, it's because of the joining. Wow, come join. Interesting. Okay, um, yeah, I'm on the Wikipedia page now. Apparently, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of statues to them. There's an appearance of the town musicians of Bremen in the Once Upon a Time quest in Witcher 3 Wild Hunt DLC. <laughs> Do you see all the statues? In the Majora's Mask, there's a musician who tells a story about how he was in a musical troupe run by animals. Oh, For listening to his yeah. tale, the player receives an item called the Bremen Mask. Oh, I know the Bremen Mask. I know that one. Yeah, bitches. Lauren, you've opened up my third eye. <laughs> You're welcome. So, yeah, I guess it'd be Sandra's on the top. Yeah, there's a great, there's a fucking great stack. Oh, my God, I do know the Bremen Mask. I'm sorry, I'm screaming. <laughs> <laughs> then Bradley, then Sloth Green, and then Stuart, because he's the biggest. Yeah, they make this perfect stack. Oh my god, I love this. <laughs> okay, uh, so performance, uh, Lola, to c- do this uh, Animals of Bremen shtick in Absinthia. Do I get advantage because I opened your third eye? Absolutely. <laughs> yes, finally for once, it works. 
That's on me. I should have said it. I shouldn't have made you ask. Well, I rolled a 10. Yeah, that was... It a... would have been a botch. Oh, no. They would have all fallen. Yeah, that would have been bad. With a, with an average, I don't think you are a, a major force in the movement of the path of the joining, but you don't hurt it either. I think people uh, find it interesting enough. They, like, throw a couple of coins in your case or whatever. Um, I think maybe the important thing is, because earlier you were ju- chiming in about uh, Jimmy spreading <laughs> false rumors about sex. I think a little Tarek boy named Jimmy comes up to you once and says, You suck! Uh, hey, you look Hey, you look like a rascal. Get out of here. Why you get out of here? This is my house. Um, Your house is this corner of the street? No, this is my neighborhood, though. Well, you don't look like the mayor of the neighborhood to me. I'm not the mayor, but I hugged a lot of girls. <laughs> I don't like how that sounds, young man. Go home right now. You're grounded. Can I have your chalks? No, you're grounded. Get out of here. You look delicious. I'll give you two gold coins. I think uh, I'm going to have... Uh, this, this is such I, a long pause. Are you contemplating hurting this child? <laughs> I'm um, trying to figure out how I want like Stuart to headbutt him gently. Like you know how goats do. Yes. Like they're not trying to kill you, but they're like do what I want. Yeah. Okay. So, intimidation. <laughs> so get this little bitch out of here. Yeah. Roll intimidation for the animals to scare off Jimmy the Tarek. Yeah. No. Oh, see, now they can actually screech like the real musicians of Bremen. Seventeen, they're terrifying. Yeah, l- little Jimmy is like the bully of the neighborhood, and he's like, "You suck, get out of here, little lizard lady. Nobody likes you." And then, uh, uh, Stewart just like does the you know the where you lunge at somebody really quick, and they like fall, they like flinch backwards. Yeah, and he falls, fake him out, and he falls flat on his ass in front of a bunch of neighborhood girls, and then runs away crying. That's what you get for being a bully. I hate you. I'm gonna tell my dad. Your dad can suck my dick. <laughs> Tell him to be a better parent. I'm not going to make it through this episode. <laughs> All right. What about the rest of you? Uh-huh. <laughs> you all right, uh, buddy? Mindros is going to try and make a um, a mural of some kind out of the various artwork scenes that she's been collecting along the journey to be like, ah, let's, let's do the big public bit of of Corton is great, here's the many deeds art. Um, I don't know if she's trying to find, like, a wall that, like, I don't know how you find a wall that you're allowed to do graffiti on, that, like, someone's like, yeah, you can do art there. Or if this is more like, you know when you sometimes see people doing artwork with, like, coloured sand on the floor so no one can shout at you, because it's, you can, you can brush it away if you want? <laughs> That's a good question, because graffiti is, like, a highly polarising topic, especially in like communities like suburbs and so forth like there's not any good public space and it's like this whole fraught issue about like basically gentrification and like i just moved to philadelphia there's a lot of really beautiful murals around here but like where i'm from in florida like that would immediately be uh you know destroyed yeah because that that shit cannot stand so it's like a very culturally bound thing yeah is there any sense of like is there community art that i can be like oh yeah there is a sense that this might not just get like torn down the second it goes up well, yeah, that, I think what's going to happen here is you're going to roll for it, and if it's successful, it's beautiful enough that they're not mad, and if you fail, they're mad. Because right now, there is no artistic tradition of graffiti in Absinthia, the, but that's part of why they feel so empty, is because their lives are so sterile, 
without like beautifying art. That's a lot of pressure to put on, I'm assuming this is performance, so just a straight D20 with no modifiers? That's a lot of pressure. No, you're proficient in art, because basically oh, yeah. your, your character has become an artist over the season, and when you've turned in your character concept and like, pre-production, you're like, I'm a bug cleric. It never occurred to me that you were going to be like, Wormwood's best painter, but you kind of are now. Okay, right, so I've got proficiency. What's my proficiency bonus? Uh, there it is. Well, let's see if I can avoid fucking this up. 17! Hell yeah! A 17 yeah. is what, what uh, Lola rolled to scare away Jimmy the Turek, and so 17 is uh, very good. So uh, paint me, <laughs> paint me a picture of the picture you painted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so in that case, I, I think that um, initially Vindras does start with, like, this is, you know, she's she's preparing, like, the, the coloured sand, and she has her moment of, like, no, 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 if we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. So she finds, like, Maybe it's a portion of the 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 main city wall on the inside, so it's like you know she's got room to go nice and big. Um, she's got them big jumping legs, so she can jump up and like sort of do it in two halves if needed. Um, and I think it's just going to be an attempt at making a mural out of the various bits of art she's done so far, as if it's all sort of one connected journey, and then. Oh look, here we are now is the final panel of this big flowing piece of artwork. Where will the journey go from here? Now I do love that. My only note is that right now you are all in disguise or like you are incognito as loyal members of the God King's entourage. And Uh, the story of your journey is very not that. Yeah, you're right. Thank you for reminding me that we're, we're doing this big secret. Okay, hmm. I know, I love the sentiment. I feel like that's something that you definitely should paint somewhere at some point. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, then. Um, so what what have we established, if anything, about uh, this religion that we're setting up? That's what's so exciting, is that this whole this whole campaign, Corton has failed every time he's tried to establish this. <laughs> and now that he's succeeded, we get to do it. We get to world build. Well, that's the question. Is has 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 he established anything... Up front that I need to make sure I don't contradict with. Fucking's good. That's that's really the thing he's established. I think, honestly, and I don't want to tell you what to do, Laura slash Vindros, but this could be kind of where you add more, like, real nuance to this kind of free love thing. Because, like, yeah. Vindros' story has kind of been about coming out of Corton's shadow, and Corton's just like, I'm hot and horny, I'm hot and horny. And Vindros yeah. actually adds substance <laughs> to it. There is... There is an underlying element of cooperation and understanding that goes along with the surface level hot and sweatiness, but it's a lot of hot and sweatiness that's being vocalized. I like to think somebody's like standing on a corner, like doing a little jig and like twirling one of those like advertising signs. It just is like... It's like an arrow. It's just hot and horny. <laughs> That's a great contrast to what I was going to say, which is like Corton's like Jesus and Vindros is like Paul. And you're like, what if there was a hot and horny dancing sign man? <laughs> <laughs> But yes, that's that's what I was thinking. I was the comparison I was thinking yeah, also. Yeah, trying to picture something to do here. I think I think the 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 things that come to mind are I'm thinking a lot of art from like the the free love movement. Um you sort of very hippie-ish era, everyone loves everyone. Uh maybe a little more scantily clad than they perhaps would have been uh in in earth history at the time. Um but I think it's sort of interspersed with just scenes of 
people helping their fellow person, just a lot of like, you know, looking after someone who's who's struggling or breaking breaking bread with your neighbor. Just the sort of hey, look, it's it's about free love, but it's also about just be good to each other and look after each other. You've you've got to bring everyone into the embrace of the lovely religion. Everyone's got to look after everyone in this big hug of a... <gasps> Corton could be doing a big hug in the background and just, like, the big looming figure of Corton about to do a hug of the, this mural. <laughs> Is that the title of the mural? The Hug? It's like <laughs> Edward Monk's The Scream, but just Oh, the no, hug. no, it's not The Hug, it's The Embrace. Ooh, I love that. Okay, Plus- yeah, go ahead, Dor. <laughs> no, it's just that's more intense. Yeah, but it's like all this uh, community cooperation and like you know mutual aid, and then Corton's just giving it all kind of a, like a sweaty hug. Oh, it's it's everyone is like doing the mutual aid thing in amongst people like getting ready to fuck, but just like tastefully, so it's not like obscene or anything. And then just Corton like, ah, yes, let me wrap you up in this big hug. I approve of all of this. <laughs> I love the idea of the plausible deniability <laughs> horny, which is like oh, if yeah. someone's like, "Wow, that's really horny," You'd be like, "What do you mean? Oh, you you have a dirty mind. That's not horny, but it is horny." It, exactly. It's like, hey, what's what's inherently horny about people enjoying the human form and being out in nature? There's nothing inherently dirty about that. They're just humans in whatever species they are. It's just <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing dirty there about maybe one of them took their top off. <laughs> Yeah, okay, I think the person who comes out to appreciate your art is Cindy, the Turek, in her her uh, 50s housewife, I mean, American 50s, I realize I'm talking to a British person, I don't know if you have the same cultural image I oh, do. Oh, we, we, we know your your cultural image of the 50s. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but that's, what it's, that's the kind of uh, Turek I'm picturing, and she comes out and she's admiring the mural, and she's like, I love the the masculine features, if you know what I mean. Yeah, you know, it's it's nice sometimes to just admire bodies as they exist, you know? Yeah, it has a lot of, like, primal energy. Yeah, there's there's something almost magnetic about, you know, just bodies being bodies sometimes. I haven't had anybody to talk to about art in a while. My husband got uh, conscripted into the God King's army, so he's off doing... You know, imperial st- stuff. His his duty to the God King. Long may he live, etc. Yeah, I. It's 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 nice. I've never done anything on this scale before. It's usually a lot smaller. I I hope you don't mind that I I'm doing this here. No, some some of the older guys are grumbling and so forth, but it's you know I think all the ladies in the neighborhood really admire the work. <laughs> Well, uh, if if you're enjoying the work, at some point I'll have to meet. I'll uh, I'll have to introduce you to the person that inspired this. The gestures up at the big figure in the background. Um, he's 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 around. It'd be I I I'll have to introduce you sometime. Oh, we've met. Oh, you've met. <laughs> yeah, I thought maybe Corton uh, was like a really common name from for like humans, <laughs> but apparently they're they have it's a whole story. I, yeah, yeah, he's he's quite a figure, huh? Oh yeah. Did you say you know him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Lola just peeking in. <laughs> yeah, I'll think you. Do you know him? Um, I think Cindy says, uh, "Do you do you want to come to our our ladies' uh, sewing circle? Um, one of your crew members, this uh, large Arab Kokra 
<laughs> woman. Uh, she said she wants to uh, join the stab party, and she brought her own <laughs> needles. So Jesus Christ. I, I legitimately think it sounds great to see that unfold. Yes, please. <laughs> I have to see how this goes. <laughs> yeah, last episode, Lola tried to, get vin- uh, tried to get Staples to calm down by introducing her to knitting, which she was excited about because of the pointy things involved. Yeah, oh, 100% I want to see the scene play out of Staples trying to channel stabbing energy into creativity. (laughs) She's gonna, I bet she's gonna knit some of the most, like, gruesome, Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) I mean, you you say (laughs) that as, I I like to imagine the opposite, that she gets really into it and is just like, oh yeah, I'll follow along with your, like, um, floral lavender pattern you're uh, embroidering, that, yeah, sure. I'm she like, everybody sheets yeah. for their <gasps> Yeah, yes. I'm, I'm going to roll for it. I'm going to roll D20. Uh, evens is uh, flowery patterns, and odds <laughs> is just grotesque, macabre shit. Come on, odds. Odds. <sighs> yeah. She's doing Johnny the Homicidal Maniac art while fuck everyone else yes. is doing... Uh, oh, fuck, God, yes. Doing Vindra- baby clothes. Vindra's had to come on the off chance. That being said... The fact that she's actually doing the sewing. I'm, I'm not going to judge what she's sewn. She's clearly doing the productive thing. <laughs> St- Staples is like, it's called crocheting, Vindross. <laughs> not sewing. Uh, uh, I, I, will learn from, I will learn from the master then. You uncultured swine. <laughs> uh, Bramwell and Corton. I think we should end with Corton, obviously. Yeah. Uh, so I have to help people... Like, get on board with Corton? Yeah, so uh, last episode, Bramwell snuck off and found a map to the spa to the north, so absolutely that's going to happen. But you realize that this is the best chance you have of getting the Turek to join the revolution is through Corton's cult. You don't think that at this point there's a other way. Is there a place that I can get a drink around there? That's a really good question. Because it's a suburb, there aren't, like, businesses. They get all their stuff through trade and then take it to their personal homes. And part of why this community is so miserable despite their material wealth is because they're like atomized into their own like homes all the time. They don't have communal spaces. So mm. you could get invited somewhere. Like you could definitely be like, bring some of the boys from the barbecue to have a drink around the, the patio, but there isn't like a tavern. Okay. Well, that's fine. Yeah. I, I want to like get a bunch of the boys. Like I want to stand, I want to do that thing where a bunch of guys are just standing around a grill. Yeah. You want to do a King of the Hill. Just all watching one person cook. Uh, and like, yep. as as Bramwell sipping something, there's something to be like, yep. Yo, I'd really like to have a beer with Corton. Now that's <laughs> a leader you can have a beer with. Uh, yeah, I think the other Tarek we've met so far has was the uh, the guard that you impress or that actually was impressed by Corton's physique. That was Sawyer, the guard. I was gonna name him Silas after the guard that was uh, oh, yeah. seduced in season one, but I didn't want to be too on the nose with it. Um, but yeah, that that guard is here drinking. Uh, why don't you roll a uh, persuasion? I think. Can I roll like a dudes being guys kind of roll? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Roll for dudes being guys with advantage. Sweet. <laughs> uh, well, eleven's not good. I got a nineteen. 
<laughs> 19 on guys being dudes. Just some dudes being bros. Hell yeah. Yeah, I think Sawyer, the the Terek guard, is like, yeah, he's a, a real cool guy. I would love to have a beer with him. Just, you know, just like a bro kind of thing. Not anything weird. Just a guys and dudes affair. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna need to find a way to do a gals being pals roll later. <laughs> yes, after no, that's Lola. Are you going to this uh, the 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 knitting meeting? Okay, all right. I guess so. I don't know what's gonna happen, but I'll try it. Okay, then you can roll for gals being pals. Hell yeah! But later. Okay, later. Yeah, Sawyer says. Yeah, it seems like some of the. The housewives whose husbands went off to fight for the God King really um, appreciate him, but I don't think they they appreciate him like we appreciate him. You know, like on the 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 level of our deep appreciation, deeply. Yes, it's quite fascinating how much we deeply appreciate Corton in like a special way. You should probably flip that over because it seems like you're letting some of the marinade just drip down. <laughs> You're in the middle of political maneuvering, but you're very <laughs> densely focused on the grill etiquette. I, I think those sausages need to be flipped. Otherwise, it's just going to be a mess on one side. Uh-huh. Thank you. Also, the revolution. <laughs> no, don't say the revolution. <laughs> oh, by the way, have you heard of the revolution? Um, yeah, so Bramwell, I think. Uh, so walk me through some of your thought process here. Obviously, you don't approve of Corton's hijinks. But um, are you? Do you have any like bad feelings about using these people, or you're just like, no, this is all good? Uh, I Bramwell knows that the important thing is to get everyone on the same page, and he is not a politician in any way, stri- like way, shape, or form. So in his mind, he's like, if this helps, great. I'm more useful when a battle shows up, and obviously, for the love of God, you have to take those links <laughs> off the grill now. <laughs> Or they're going to burn. What are you doing? Sawyer takes everything off the grill. He just panics and just takes it all off. He doesn't want you to be mad at him. <laughs> um, I think at some point someone says, like, you know, some of the guys, some of the guys aren't too fond of uh, all these non-Turek in the neighborhood. I mean, you're obviously a cool. You're a knight. We're down at the God King and everything. No offense, dwarf. But I don't know. What do you think about some of these, you know, rebellious races? Hey. You know, what's, what's interesting is how many have been allies to me when you're off serving the, the, the God King and being in the army. You never really realize who's going to be by your side and the things that you can learn from one another. Yeah, obviously we're not going to do a role here where you solve racism forever. <laughs> role to solve racism. <laughs> but I think an interesting... Do I have advantage with that? <laughs> no. But an interesting oh, thing is... that's going to be rough. The Tarek are uh, are discriminated against themselves, but that doesn't keep them from discriminating against others because that's how privilege works. Um, do, is there any kind of role here you want to use maybe get the sense of the countercurrents? Because right now, Corton's succeeding. But there are going to be people who fight this. Uh, I want to do an insight to see, I guess, how people are responding within, like, the group I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 12. Yeah, that's average. I'd say, um, the people who are left are, like, the people who didn't make the cut into the God King's army for one reason or another. Like, maybe there was, like, a Tarek quota and these people weren't the strongest or fastest or whatever. Um, and so they kind of have a resentment. 
about some of the people who went off. And so maybe you could play on that where it's like, yeah, we're loyal. We love him. Please keep sending the shipments of food. But it's not like they're all are fanatically willing to die for this cause. Mm. If maybe that was something you could exploit. That's what with a with an average on insight. I'll give you that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, I could basically try to even, I guess, say that uh, maybe Bramwell's learned a couple moves from Corton. Be like, yeah, I could show you a couple things. <laughs> does anyone does anyone have a car? We all just want to lift the hood and stand around. <laughs> <laughs> you do have vehicle proficiency. <laughs> I do have vehicle proficiency. Oh my god! Please, please do maintenance on one of their skiffs. I want to do that. Do you roll your sleeves up? Yeah, I mean, Bramble doesn't wear sleeves, but if he did, they'd be rolled up, tucked into jeans with a belt. <laughs> Sawyer's like, I've had this 65 hatchback in my driveway <laughs> for literally a decade. Oh, is that a, is that a V8? It's <laughs> interesting. I didn't know they still made those. It's vintage. Vintage. Do you, you, I'll jack her up if you want to take a look. I'll jack that, jack that lady up. The idea of you grilling and pl- <laughs> grilling with these guys and fucking working on their cars is so much. Especially since me, the person, has no idea how cars work, so I'm just making up words. <laughs> so, look, looks like you've got a Hemi G7 in there. Interesting. The belt's quite nice. All right, so, Corton. I need like 20 seconds. Hang on. He's got to get hard. Um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> we all know who the horny one is. It's fucking Austin. How could you say that? Because you're the one who keeps bringing shit up. It's always up. Shut up. See, this is where if we were doing it, Austin would be like, real normal one this week. But when Austin's a weirdo, he's like, great episode. 10 out of 10. Yeah, it's still my fault. <laughs> Chris, don't just fucking reveal all my secrets. Come on. <laughs> Reveal all his secrets. Do it. All right. So, Corton is uh, going to spend the day moving around throughout the community and just sort of quietly observing, making a show of it, like making it really obvious that he's just sort of wandering around and looking at things. So that everyone sees it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then he's going to go to what is as close to the town square as possible. And he's going to uh, uh, stand there and begin playing his lute very loudly uh, until uh, people start to like come and congregate. All right. Do you want to roll performance or is this one of your bard features? Um, yeah, let's do performance. Um, 20. Jesus. The dice have decided this is the time. Everything else was was just a fucking setup for this punchline. And so when the the crowd is is gathered around, uh, Corton's going to set the loot down and stand up. And he's going to say, I've spent the last couple of days amidst you. 
I've learned much of this place. And it makes my heart ache. For yes, all of those among you, you have food, you have shelter. You have your freedom from the wasteland outside. And yet, who among you is happy? Who can say from the depths of their soul that they are fulfilled? What I see here is a group of separated people, separated lives, together only in their loneliness. But I could show you a way to bring yourselves together. For the path has the answers. We must build a great house for the joining to live, for the community to congregate and to participate in its blessings. For you see, my brothers and sisters, joining with your fellow beings, be they large or small, long or short, smooth or wrinkled, <laughs> means coming to a greater understanding of our world. By exposing yourself to them, they will learn of and attend to your needs as you will to theirs and allow everyone to come together in a blissful harmony, one which will lead us to a beautiful future. Yay, yeah, I mean, you rolled a 20, so they're all very receptive to this. I think everybody that you've met comes out. There's like a couple of people who are like grumbling at the corners who are just like, I don't know, but all this weird stuff, I think we should maybe, you know, do something about it. But they're, they're outnumbered because you've rolled incredibly well. Um, I think at some point, uh, Corton Jr. Uh, comes out and he like kind of pushes his way to the front of the crowd. Do you acknowledge him in any way? No. <laughs> no hesitation. Not this is this is not the time. For context, I need to know: Did you give this speech in front of the big mural of you embracing everyone? <laughs> then that, that would be fine. As that's as central a place as any. So, Corton, I think you have begin to wrap the community around your little finger. Uh, excellent. Excellent. Clear. Yo, what up, homie? <laughs> Yo, what it is. You've been training for a long time. This is why a part of why I wanted to establish earlier that this isn't the, the identical timelines, because I want to do like a time skip here with you, especially, because if okay. we did this parallel the next three episodes would just be like roll to train roll to train roll to train you want to do one more meditation yeah roll? sure okay so just d20 plus intelligence Mm-hmm. 10 yep that's average so i think at a certain point uh clear it becomes i almost said it becomes clear God damn you, Chris, and your names. It becomes obvious <laughs> that you need something to get you over the finish line. Just meditating and uh, you know digging holes and modifying memory isn't enough. Then you need a spark. You need one more. Corton can relate to get it, getting over the finish line. Yeah, needing a little something to get over the finish line. Yeah, <laughs> we've all been there. Mm. Uh, but so clear. Do you have any idea what it is, or do you uh, over this time? Do you, do you have an idea, or do you want to? Uh, role play being lost in this moment. Which one do you think is more interesting? I don't think she would know. I think she she is assuming the guidance would be from the Duke, and if the Duke doesn't have a clear answer, then she's lost. 
Yeah, and that's kind of what's unfortunate about his leadership. It's as hard as in the right place, but I think he fails you on this on this journey. I shouldn't. I she didn't expect any more. Honestly, Damn. she kind of expected for him to fail her. So I think in this time skip, I, I don't. I want to be general because I don't know how long the path of the joining stuff goes on yet. But there's like you know weeks pass, maybe months, and she just isn't making any more progress. You made a lot, but at a certain point, it's like. Mm. The Duke is just not coming through despite his bef- best efforts. Um, and during this this period, I think um, I think Amy returns is what happens. Uh. Um, and so I think you just begin hearing like moles saying like, "Do you hear Amy's back?" And it's, what do you mean back? I thought she's dead. It's like she wandered out onto the salt. You can't even sleep out there. How is she gone for weeks? Um, and there's like just rumors going through the. Through the gore fields. Do you go visit her? Yeah, I guess so. Maybe maybe her negative influence will be enough. <laughs> uh, I think you go to the barn. Um, and, y- y- I mean, you're like halfway there when you see the smoke. Uh, what kind of smoke? Uh... Not uh, death watermelon smoke, is it? No, no, no. She set the barn on fire. The sloths? No, last last scene we established that the bumble sloths are now uh, part of the. Okay, okay, that happened first. Whew. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> no, this no, she would not have set the barn on fire with the bumble sloths inside. That's See, not. Damn, it. Amy's gone dark. Yeah, no, no, no. The bumble sloths are now a, a good part of the the, the community here. It's okay, adorable. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I guess I'm gonna look around to see if I could find her. Yeah. Uh, so do you want to? So first, my question is: Do you want to rush there, or do, is it? Do you just wa- roll up on the ashes? I think, with the way Clear's mind is at, she, in her mind, she doesn't register this this burning barn as vital to her mission. So I don't think she takes any effort to like really rush towards it. All right, that's what I wanted to establish. So you, when you get there, there's just smoldering ash, and Amy's like sitting in the middle of it, with her mother's skull on her lap. Mm. Well, and she's an ash genasi, so she like if you didn't, if there wasn't just like the bright white of the skull, maybe you wouldn't even see her because she blends in perfectly with it. But she's like part of this destruction, and she looks surprisingly well for someone who wandered off onto the salt flat weeks ago and presumably hasn't been able to eat or sleep in a normal way, but she seems like pretty lively. Hey, how are you doing? I think she holds the skull up to her head and like, as if she's listening to it. And she says, you're right. You're right. I should forgive her. I forgive you. It's okay. Claire for what now? For betraying me. For doing what? It doesn't matter. I'm the Liberator Queen. If you displease me, it's treason. Well, okay then. I was here to see if we were still doing training, but I guess not. (laughs) Awkward. She springs to her feet in like a spray of ash. And like she's like really energetic. Like I said, but she looked not dying and now she like leaps to her feet with a renewed energy still holding the skull who gave her cocaine (laughs) she was not on a bender you don't know you need one every like once a year 
Can I roll an insight? Absolutely. Hey, an 11. That's pretty good. The thing I'll give you with average is that there seems to be uh, another... There's something almost alien to her? Hmm. Yeah. The, something has influenced her. There, There's some... Yeah. It's, it's hard to say with only an average, but it's like something's going on and it's not the, like the Amy you know. So, yeah, I guess I'll get going. Looks like you've got a lot of things to do. Build a new barn <laughs> and so on and so forth. Took care of the slots for you, by the way. You're welcome. I'll th- <laughs> Thank you very much. I saw that. Thank you, Clear. You're such a good sister. I actually came back to train you. Don't go, don't go, don't go. <sighs> My mom says I have to help you. Uh, you know... Um, not sure you're... I, I mean, I've I've made so much progress with the Duke that maybe I should just let him finish things up. Oof. You know, you... That's mean, not what Mom says. Well, I mean, you did say you're the Liberator Queen, so I'm sure you've got bigger things to attend to. And you're my conduit. You're going to be my knight. I'll, I'll be somebody's knight. <laughs> You know, for the same general goal, ultimately. Um, but, you know, again, it's getting real late. It's got to hit the old dusty trail, I think. <laughs> she holds the skull up and, like, listens to it for a little bit and says, Don't be mean, Mom. She's my sister. I love her. Uh... So it is, sounds like your mom's not a fan of me. Well, that's that's okay, <laughs> I suppose, you know. To each their own. Nice to meet you, Mrs. Amy's mom. <laughs> I have to really get. I think I hear the dinner bell. And um, are are you gonna are you gonna actually try to leave? I'm like doing that slow backwards step kind of thing. Try, trying to read the room. Yeah. As you leave. Um. I think. Can you roll? Oh boy, I don't even know what what kind of role I'm looking for here. <laughs> Sounds like that would be persuasion. Survival. Uh, actually, can it be deception? What's your bonus in deception? Uh, seven. So it'd be a twenty total. A twenty? Yeah, that's very good. So what I specifically why I want deception is because I want you basically the 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 whole like oh no it's fine I'm just gonna leave thing is uh, if, if that's believable as opposed to I think you're crazy and I'm running away which she would react to badly. Um, but with a twenty. She says, okay, you're going to come back f- later? I burned down my house because people can't know about the the embarrassing basement, but um, you, I, I, can I come over to your house? Well, it's the Duke's house, not mine. Uh, and I actually stay where the moles are, and they don't allow visitors, you know, because everybody's got to be up super early. Um, but I will catch up with you soon. Um, I'm... S- I'm so hungry, Claire. I haven't eaten in weeks. Oh, she's a vampire. Well, there's a lot of food all around the island. It's kind of why it's important to my understanding. And I think I heard somebody rifling through your stuff in your little house thing up there. So go check to make sure nothing important's missing, and I will catch you on the flip side. All right. Goodbye, sister. I'll see you later. Oh, God. I hope that's not as menacing as it sounds. Really do. She's going to eat you. (laughs) All right. She's either like a vampire or a cannibal or a vampire cannibal. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to turn you into a vampire and then she's going to eat you. 
Now, here's an important question. Would you say the average vampire is a cannibal because they were once human and they feed on humans? No, because they're different species now. Well, you know, hold on. It would be different because uh, they can't, like, suck other vampires' blood. So if they were, then, like... No, I mean, in, in Vampire the Masquerade, technically, they can drink the blood of other vampires. It's extremely frowned upon. Um, That'd be cannibalism in the vampire community, right? right? Exactly. Thank you. All right. So now that we've cleared that up, uh, so we have to go to the sewing circle. Everyone's invited. Uh, tell me all. Tell me what you knit or crochet or. What do I roll for gr- gals being pals? Yeah, now it's time for the gals being pal- pals roll. I think sleight of hand seems sleight like the knitting hand. roll. Oh, I'm not terrible at that. Uh, sleight of hand. Yeah. Crit. Crit, oh my god, crit, Lola, you're a master. Crit, and I think Crit, <laughs> crit, I'm I'm fucking quilting already. I got a whole ass quilt made. Hey, I'm quilting over <laughs> hey, here. I'm quilting here. V- Vindros gets a four. This is just not her medium at all. <laughs> I had tiny little gecko hands. Vindros just keeps stabbing stabbing herself accidentally with the needles and being like, this this is not for me. Uh uh Corton and Bramwell, are you at this meeting? I thought it was a gals being pals meeting. You guys can be here too. Oh, okay. Okay, I can. I, I, my, my crocheting is a flat zero, but I can help. Do it. As long as you bring the gal pal energy, you're cool. Uh, I got a six, so that's not very good. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Bramwell and Vindros have never done this before. Lola blows it out of the water, and you crit, so I think actually um, you inspire Staples to a point. This is a, I, th- I don't know if you meant this seriously when you suggested that Staples take up knitting to channel her energy. I did mean it seriously. Because it's working, like, in a real way. Like, everyone on the ship is like, God, Staples is a... F- fucking problem but i think like this is like she kind of does turn a corner here with it with a crit she's like this is actually really fun lola thanks you're welcome uh sometimes you just gotta you know find the right medium uh to release that energy and there's like there's not only just crocheting and knitting we can like learn how to macrame see oh shit what's that uh, it's similar, and I see a lot of people making pot holders to hang pot, like, plants from the ceiling. For, ma- for macaroni. That's why they call it macaroni, May. Y- yeah, so you put plant pots in them, and then macaroni happens, yeah. Hell yeah. Corton, are you being with the gals being pals? Oh, yeah. He, he, Come cor- macaroni, May, with us. Yeah, yeah. What, what what was the role though? I missed that. Part. Sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. That. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I suppose. Although, you know, Corton likes to be up front with his hands. Sixteen. <laughs> All right. What do you quilt or knit or macrame? Embroider. Um, it, it yeah. It's just it's he's he makes himself a new um a new face mask. Oh, that's cute. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, okay, I think everyone's having a great time here. This is like a really positive vibe. I think the community is really coming around on the path of the joining. Um, that speech did a lot to solidify it. Um, this is a smaller in-group. Cindy is kind of their representative here. Is this where you start planting the seeds of actual revolution? Where you're like, you know, using the the religious aspect to achieve a goal? Is it too soon? Yes, the inner the inner sewing circle. That's very good. Yes, the inner sewing circle. How how do you approach this topic? You can't just be like, "All right, you want to kill the God King," but you have to get there somehow. Well, uh, you know, it's 
it's important that everybody talk about their problems and the things that frustrate them, and then we use them. Yeah, I mean, Cindy's like when you, Cindy when you hear the, when you say the word frustration, Cindy's immediately like, "My husband go, has been gone for three years. I'm so lonely." Is the word right? <laughs> that wasn't the first word that came to mind, but lonely is the one that came out. I felt your loneliness, Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I feel so seen. Would y'all say you know each other? Wait, did you say, so you, what's on your quilt, Lola? You didn't specify. Um, uh, uh, okay, so, like, it's squares, right? It's how quilts be. Not always, but I'm doing squares. And so I like to think it's an alternating pattern of, uh, like, it's like a checkerboard between, like, beans and then all my animals. Oh, <laughs> So it's the beans, so it's the beans family quilt. <laughs> Is the quilt big enough to wrap around you and all the animals together? Yeah, we're not that big, actually. When you put us all together, it's pretty. You're a pretty compact family. <laughs> it's a portable family. With 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 a with a four, can I have attempted to make like start making something on the scale of the mural and very quickly given up, and now it's just a stick figure. It's stick figure <laughs> caught on with a big dong. <laughs> Thank you, Laura. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so Corton um, asks Cindy um, about her husband and, and where he's gone to. Yeah, Cindy says, well, you know, the God King only wants the biggest and strongest and fastest and toughest and coolest. And my husband was a letterman, you know, he was on the team. Mm. And so mm. he got called up and he's been out there stomping on the, she almost says bug folk and then Vendross oh. is here. And she's like, you know, the, you know, rebels and so forth. So mm. it's so sad. Uh, you know, I mean, we all love the God King, obviously. Obviously. Praise be their name. But, you know, sometimes I can't help but think that they don't fully understand the joining because they... They make choices like that, and it pull people apart. And uh, it's just its just a shame, really. I, I wish there were some way to make them understand. Yeah, there's a lot of things I didn't understand before. I heard that the insect folk couldn't even do magic, and you seem real magical, Vindros. Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't always, but I, I am now. Um... Uh, it all all sort of all sort of came about looking after this one. You see, there's so much about the world we don't understand, and it's because we we're apart from one another, and we need to be closer. We need to spread the joining throughout all of Wormwood, of course, and and its message uh, of of coming together. Yeah, actually, I also heard that. The the Merciel were like all thieves and you couldn't trust them, but I mean the guards been following Zur around since he showed up and he hasn't stolen anything. Yes, well you're so isolated from the rest of the world out here. <gasps> we should go on a trip. It's a lot mm. of pressure so soon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my husband's out of town. Take me away on holiday. Is this what we call a stage five clinger? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I've been one. I can say it. <laughs> I wasn't even going for that. I thought I just she meant just like girls trip to like go see the she just wants to go places. That wasn't like Corton's mind now. Just to be clear, <laughs> okay. that's fine if you your characters think that, but that's not what I was going for. <laughs> Which like she's like I was born here. You know, I'm raising Corton Jr. here. I assume, you know, all my friends are going to have their kids here and raise them here. It's like, this is the whole world, just kind of inside these gates. Mm. Indeed. <laughs> Missionary work. There's, there's a lot of world out there, and a lot of it, you know, might be different from how you've, or how you've been led to believe it is. There's, there's a lot of surprises out there. Tell me more about missionary. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> You're grounded. <laughs> well, it's a it's a fantastic position to be in if you're looking to introduce somebody to the fold. Um, <laughs> the fold. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we are all in this moment. Jimmy. Jimmy. He learned it from watching us. <laughs> so, Cortan, are you trying to sell a uh, kind of insurrectionist ideology to the Turek as missionary work for the path of the joining? So you're not like yes. explicitly saying like, "Let's go kill them." You're like, "Let's go no. change them. They change their minds." Yes. Yes. God King sucks. Change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Set up a table. Oh, see, see, here's the thing. These people suck. They're cannon fodder. Oh. Uh, I mean, I'm going to relay the information about the map, but other than that, Bramwell <laughs> is kind of nervous to say anything because he feels like he's going to say the wrong thing. Oh. So you're saying at some point you want to, like, when the meeting's adjourned, you want to like stay behind to talk about the map with the group? We can do that now. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so the inner sewing circle uh, all says their goodbyes. I, they're not shaking hands anymore. Everyone's doing a deep long hug before it's time to leave. Oh, hate it. Just hate it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to protect myself uh, and the animals and wrap in the Beans family quilt. Like a little house because we're small and it's big. Uh-huh. But the So Cindy's going to give you space if you all want to talk about the map real quick. Also, I'm putting the quilts in my items. Okay, thank you, Lauren. I grant I get this. Yeah, I'll uh, uh, will just be like, so, did some reconnaissance earlier and found that the spa listed as a separate establishment and what we have here. That piece of another world would likely be uh, theoretically inside this location. Is is that a place we can just go? Or is that, like, connected to here and do, do you know anything about it? Not much besides that it's on this map. What are all to read the map good? Survival is the map skill. Hell yes. Eleven, I didn't fail. A six, not super helpful. Not your day. That's fine. Seventeen and sixteen pass. Um, and because uh, Bramble, you've already had a good look at the map. I want to say Corton is the one who brings fresh eyes to it. Um, so you you look at this map, Corton, and you see that the way the way that this topography is kind of situated, there's like lines on here which mean like elevation. And so I think what you, the thing you realize is that uh, you are currently in Absinthia, and that's this 
this community. Mm-hmm. But to the north is the Absinthia Resort and Spa, which is like a famous landmark, but it's at a lower elevation, um, which seems interesting to you because you know that under the salt there are things like the train tracks and the narwhal skeleton and the deep uh, pit you dropped that iron elemental into. Like and anytime the salt gets broken, bad things happen. Usually someone gets terribly maimed or dies. Mm-hmm. We really do. Uh, so this, it being at a lower elevation on this map uh, leads you to believe this is dangerous and no one has brought it up since you've been here and no one's asked about it. But you, you get the feeling that like if this was a nice resort and spa, someone would have brought it up by now. That seems to be like either a euphemism or some kind of way of it talking. used to be what it was. Well, see, I'm assuming it's a lovely, pleasant spa and they just haven't mentioned it because they're all insular and they stay inside their walls because... The gore fields were exactly what they sounded like, and if, if it was going to be reversed, you've got to reverse both. The gore field would have to be nice for the spa to be bad. Well, there have been countless uh, organizations or institutions in history that have really positive names but commit many atrocities. I mean, the Patriot Act was very good. It made us all feel very patriotic and good. Y- yep. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, basically what I want to establish here is that Absinthia feels so far 100% safe. It feels like this is a social space where you can work from the revolution with words. You think if you go to the spa, it's time to play D&D. Yeah. F- fire and like, swords. Is it like Sunnydale? Is that what it's called here in Tallahassee? From from Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Oh, no, so we don't know. There was a was it Sun something. No, in Tallahassee, there was a mental hospital. Uh, and it was very, 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 very bad. It's called Sunny something, and they tore it down and turned into apartments. You didn't know that? I didn't know that. I've been learning so much from you today, Lauren. I know a lot of things. Yeah, you're like my favorite person all of a sudden. I'm, I have an approximate knowledge in many things. <laughs> I have an approximate. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's what that's what I want to establish is that with Bramwell's map, you know, when you're done here, you have a place to look, you have a place to investigate, but it's going to be a Dungeons and Dragons dungeon essentially compared to this which is just a place where people are hanging out there is the potential that the piece of another world that's in there could be a weapon and perhaps it would be best for us to know about it before it is used against us or it could be something that makes cheese i suppose it really could be anything yeah, I don't think there's much drama to be wrung out about, like, is the party going to go or not? Because obviously you have stuff to do there and this is a campaign. I think the interesting question is, does Corton stay behind to continue his ministry? And then I guess Conrad could play Weaver for a while if he wants. Uh, or is it just the party's all going to go and we'll just see what happens. But I could definitely see Corton being like, that sounds dangerous and I'm doing stuff here. I like Weaver. Uh, no, no, uh, Corton's going to go. Because he's not going to let Vindros go alone. All right. So do you say that? Do you just say, no, I'm going? Or do you say, because of Vindros? I just want to know if she knows how appreciated she is. Hmm. Oh, yeah, no. Because I'm not going to let Vindros go alone. No. So that's very sweet. Um, At this point, unfortunately, uh, the doors open and someone comes in. That is unfortunate. Who is it? Who is it? Uh, you see a tall man, no. maybe seven feet tall, blue skin. No. Humanoid. No. Um, huge claws. Oh. Uh, and from the from the waist down, he is a whirlwind, like a small humanoid tornado from the waist down. 
Oh, that's a Tasmanian devil. It's another jerk. It's a jerk. <laughs> it's another jerk. It's another asshole. That's the gin of three wishes. So this is a gin, which is the air genie, a.k.a. the abbot. You mean a jerk. Um, and as he walks in, uh, as, as this genie walks in, they say, Sir Knight. <laughs> the jerk. <laughs> oh, I love you, Conrad. Conrad, yeah, for the audience, Conrad put in the chat, the <laughs> jerk, spelled like the gin. Um, so before we figure out how that, oh, Jesus. how that resolves, let's cut back to clear one more time. Hello. Hello. Uh, do you tell anybody about Amy and her behavior? Nope. Awesome. Can't. Okay. <laughs> it's, not, it's not focusing on my mission. No, I love that. Uh, so you just go back to your training, which is good. Take another plus one for ignoring another storyline. Uh, I think you're up to plus four right now. Yeah. Um, and so I think uh, you you show up for meditation one day and Duke Pendergrass doesn't show up. I had to fucking oh, find him now. Jesus. Oh, God. What do what I did need? Amy do? Investigation, I guess. I got to go find him. Yes. It's investigation. I got a 10. I'm on the case. Detective clear. Yeah, that's just an average one. So I think basically you show up. <laughs> why, why do you have to shit on my parade? <laughs> hey, you rolled a 10. It's not, your you parade became like, pre-shitted. Yeah, nice 10. And then you just give me the shitty version of the story. I get it. I know how DMing works. Give me something. No, I'll clear. You go to the vineyard. Uh, the Duke isn't there. You go into the winery. And I think Amul says, if you're looking for the Duke, uh, I think he's got a letter. And then he ran out. So um, maybe go to the letter store. The letter store. No, the warehouse where all the mail comes in. The post office. No, it's just a warehouse. We don't have a functioning post postal system. That's it's not dumb. a priority in just a fucking autocracy. Hmm. Fix your system. You guys should consider getting a post system. We'd love one. We're actually planning a revolution right now. We'll make that priority number four. Uh, it's so important to get your mail. Someone should write that down. I don't have a pen, so we can all make a promise to remember it, right? I'm not even here. <laughs> <laughs> You all pinky promised to, uh, to make a postal system. Yep. All right. Cool. I'm going to find that note. Oh, wait. Okay. This is the important thing. Do you rush off to go, go catch the Duke before he goes wherever he's going? Or do you look for the note in the winery that he just read? Ooh. Uh, I have to go for the Duke. I The note doesn't actually... The note's... So much more interesting, but I have to go after the Duke. It's it's the the hypotenuse of fucking storytelling. Okay, so uh, you rush off to the to the warehouse, and so instead of finding the aftermath of this, you find that you find it when it's happening, which is that Amy has summoned her ash sword and she is swinging it at the Duke, whose gloves are off and whose like demon claws are glowing with fire. Wait, he has demon claws? Oh, that's right. Yeah, now, now I remember. Cut that part out. It makes me sound stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so she has a, a ash sword, and he just has his bare claws, but that's enough because he is a, a, a Nephilim. He's a really powerful kind of creature. But they're fighting when you when you show up. Uh, why are you fighting? No fighting. Yeah, Amy says... I am the queen. I do not answer questions. And Duke Pendergrass says, uh, 
This is adult business, Claire. Please leave. Well, if you die, I can't finish my training. So, no, I can't do that. Um, okay, so basically, clear, they're gonna kill each other. Do you intervene? Yeah, I'm gonna... If I'm, so, on whose side? I'm intervening on the fucking side of the Dukes. God. <laughs> <laughs> I love... I love when you do things you hate. I wanna vomit. <laughs> okay, how do you do so? Uh, I just wanna, like, slide up in there when she goes for a strike, and I wanna pull out my ice sword, and I wanna block... Hell yeah, ash and ice, cross again, sword to sword, blade to blade. Uh, you <gasps> you clash this with- This is like when Aokiji and a Akainu fought in one piece on Punk Hazard, and the resulting fight left one half of the island in ice and one half of the island in fire. Oh, sick, that happened? I should read one piece. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's so fucking cool. Everyone should. It's, you can't. It's just too much. It's too late. Uh, so you cross swords with Amy, who has this kind of uh, manic look in her face while she's pushing her blade against yours. And she says, this is treason. Clear. Well, I mean, not really getting much of an idea on the situation. So can't have you killing the Duke. Um, at, at When you say that, the the manic look in her face flickers off for a second her whole body flickers and when i say that i feel like clear wouldn't have an understanding of like digital flickering uh-huh. because of the world she lives in um but it's like she exists and doesn't exist exists and doesn't exist in rapid succession which is very confusing for you and then she has the a more normal look on her face and she says oh hello clear Hey, Amy, I would like to go train over at your barn right now. I'm coming back. Remember, I made that promise. You say that your blades are still crossed. And at this point, the Duke punches Amy out with his (laughs) demonic claws. Like unconscious? Yes. You picked a side. Phew! Phew! (laughs) No, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm just, that's, that's her being like. All right, well, that problem's remotely solved. I'm going to take the dagger for a bit. Oh, shit. You take your ash dagger? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I can't ha- I can't have her killing the Duke. She's a danger to herself and others. Uh, so the Duke sees you pick up the dagger and says, I am very sorry you had to see that, Claire. This is adult <laughs> business. Uh, if you would wait for me in Vineyard, we can continue training. Well, it's rather important that I know what's happening at this moment, since it seems like the two people who are possible of training me are trying to kill each other. It turns out that your sister Amy has been conspiring against the God King. What? <laughs> oh, no! What? That's... <laughs> huh? My hands are tied, clear. I have pre-existing agreements with your father. If somehow I could have been made aware of these plans ahead of time, I could have negotiated some loopholes so that I was not bound as I am now, but unfortunately there is nothing I can do. Just awful. I imagine that we could have her in a prison cell and then talk this out over some nice non-gas weapon watermelon. Of course, this is how I wish to handle this, Claire. However, the agreement I made with your father many years ago clearly states that I must turn over revolutionary leaders who attempt to organize workforce. This is part of treaty which allows me to work here without slavery. 
it it was very good deal at time. It is just unfortunate it has turned around on me like this. Oh. But I need her for my training. I am sorry, Clear. She is not right in the head. You saw her share her journey onto the flats as clearly done something to her mind. But perhaps that's why I need her. Maybe trying to do this in a traditional method is why I can't break through the same way. <laughs> so Duke Pendergrass has perhaps on paper the weakest conduit is that you can't roll persuasion against him. <laughs> but in this moment, it's very powerful <laughs> because he is going to give your sister to God King Wolfram. And you, I mean, unless you have some kind of big brain, galaxy brain explanation why you shouldn't, that's pro- that's pretty much just how this is going to shake down. I mean, that's that's her logic right now. She's like, I need Amy for my training to break through. And that's that's a promise that you said you'd keep. He promised to train you, but he also promised the God King he wouldn't harbor uh, people with revolutionary plans. So he can't break that deal. Oh, what if what if you sent her away? You don't have to harbor her. Well, no, not to the God King. Send her over to uh, the Glass Forest. The the deacon, one of the conclave, is on their way here. The, there is nothing to be done. I'm going to cast sleep on the Duke. <laughs> Interesting. All right, yeah, roll that. Uh, I'm going to cast it at third level to get extra 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 dice he has more health than you can possibly imagine i'm sorry (laughs) how much does he have Uh, well here's the thing as a combat encounter he's very strong as a narrative piece we can make decisions that's what i'll say 50 50 does not do it no 50 such a big number that's a big And number. if the whole party wanted to fight him as the boss of the Gorefield, he would have na- been able to withstand more than one round from Gentleman Bramwell, who can do 50 in a round. Did he have a hearty <laughs> Did he have a hearty breakfast? I mean, he doesn't feel Okay, good. so clear your um arcane focus is the, your mother's necklace, right? So that glows and he suddenly gets very drowsy and he says, "Clear, what are you doing? Please. That's not this is not the time." You seem you ha- you have had such a long, hard day. I thought you could use with a little rest. I'm going to cast it again. to <laughs> keep trying to cast sleep on him. Here's what I'll say is that this isn't how sleep works, but we've done this in previous seasons when it's narratively interesting. Is what you want here to put the Duke as- to sleep to accomplish something else? Because t- if you tell me what that is, maybe we can work. I, I want to try to get the Duke asleep so I can wake Amy up and get her going someplace else because it is it is vitally important that Amy survive and also not become another weapon of the God King. So here's what I'll say. you We can make the narrative decision that you burn a bunch of spell slots for a mega sleep, which is not how this works, but we can make it work. But in return, I'm going to make some decisions for these characters and you're going to have to live with them. <laughs> okay. Um... Let me just make sure I don't have a spell that's better. <laughs> yeah, I mean we're running. Yeah, this is this is gonna be a thing. This is gonna be a thing, is what I'm gonna say. It's gonna be a thing no matter what, isn't it? Um, yeah, it is. 
You sound surprised as if Austin having consequences that you that you might not want is new in any way. Austin's favorite thing besides scrolls and ferrets is consequences. <sighs> but at least in this instance, you're getting something that you theoretically want right now. Yeah. For the consequences. Otherwise, there's just going to be consequences. That's true. You get Jack. Plus, I did just get a pretty sweet uh, Ash Dagger. I'm so, very excited know. about your dual wielding 10 year old. <laughs> dual wielding sword. Yep. <laughs> your two lightsaber ass child. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock the Duke unconscious and try to get Amy somewhere. somewhere All right. Safe. So the Duke starts getting drowsy as your, uh, as your mom's necklace glows, and he says, "Clear, this is not the time. I need to do this. This is very important politically." <laughs> and then it glows even brighter, and he just conks out and falls onto the ground. Uh <sighs> sorry. I mean, you do kind of suck, though. I want to search his pockets for anything interesting. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Come on. I didn't have anything prepared. If there's nothing in there, we don't have to. I just He doesn't have anything. He's a rich guy. He's got some fun shit in there. <laughs> rich guys are full of fun shit when you beat them up. Like a cigarette case? Uh... I was just listening to a Behind the Bastards episode on Cecil oh Rhodes, God. who would apparently just have walking around diamonds. <laughs> um what was that lauren you said cigarette case and what uh what did i say fancy lighter or uh he could have an engraved watch pocket watch a hanky with his uh initials i like the it. idea of him having a lighter but it's out of butane because it's the post-apocalypse so he just carries it around and it has like it's just a flex huh? It's just for Yeah, but I think it probably has. I'm thinking of specifically of all the Vietnam War lighters, which have like engravings, and he like put like yeah. uh, P, heart, uh, F. Oh, God. Fuck off, dude. Um. <laughs> Does he smoke cigarettes because it's the only time he feels cool? Uh, he doesn't, no. But it's just a. But he has yeah. them. Just in case there's a smoke moment. Okay. But he's clear. You take, you take his empty lighter. Um, I don't know how you feel about that. Not the cigarette case. I mean, if it's that, he can keep it. I just wanted to make sure he didn't have any, like, letters or anything on him. Steal his wallet! No, the letter was back at the vineyard. And then, yeah, that would have been a different thing. Is he wearing jewelry? Steal his jewelry. Okay, calm down, Lauren. Are, do you wake up, Amy? <laughs> yeah, let's slap her awake. All right, you slap your sister. At this point, all the moles have run away because this is like a big fight between the people in charge and it's scary um and she like like looks up at you and says clear what where am i what happened so you spilled the beans uh -huh. to the wrong person and he's going to send you away to father but you have a chance to get away right now i didn't spill any beans i was i was walking through the flats and i met my mother and she, something happened and i Okay, so um, I absolutely believe you. Something happened. It sounds like it was very, very life-changing. Unfortunately, oh, no. when you say that, Amy flickers again, in and out of existence, in and out, in and out, in and out, in and, out and, she, and she's back. So now that you're consistently here, uh, the deacon is apparently coming, and if you don't get out of here... He's going to take you back to the God King for re-education. Who let the deacon into my office? You, when you left. 
I only left because you went in my basement. And then you cut my throat. I have fixed it. No, you didn't. You can talk now, can't you? Yes, after weeks. Well, I'm glad you're better. Thanks. Not really the time and place for this conversation, though. <laughs> what happened to the Duke? Right now, if you do not get going someplace else than here, the deacon is going to come and take you away. Unless you have a great idea on how to create a magnificent story that wraps all of this up with no suspicion. I don't even know what's going on. Are you coming with me? I don't think I have a choice. Wait, are you running away with Amy or are you staying? I think I have to run away with her. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Sister road trip. <laughs> Ugh.